The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Fuel up for football with the 5-Hour Energy Football Challenge. Energize your fight for first and play for free in this three-part contest series for your shot at $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy now to get in on the action 5-Hour Energy. Hours and hours of energy. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Thursdays means... The maestro, Mike Palm, joins us in studio. He is the VP of Circa Las Vegas, the Golden Gate, and the D in downtown Vegas. Also hosts Odds On weekdays at 2 Eastern right here on VEASAN. Uh, Mr. Maestro, greetings and salutations. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Good morning, Exeter, New Hampshire, our loyal Ness and family. Thetford Mines, Quebec, everybody watching on Rogers Sportsnet. Clinton, Iowa, Wild Rose Casino there in Clinton. Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. We'll be in Iowa Next weekend, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania, home of a great Italian barber, could sing a little Perry Como. Everybody watching there on AT&T in Dana Point, California. Good morning, Spectrum. Mm. Challenging week for me. Challenging week, is, if you ask how I'm doing. Something I don't wish on my worst enemy, moving. We moved this week, right? Oh. Into, into the house that you always wanted to rent. Right. The house I've owned, but I've had renters there for nine years. Yes. Moved back into that house this week, and then I got my booster shot last night, too, so that's a little sore, uh, a little you sore go. this morning. You, you don't, go. you don't love moving. It's so much fun. No, it's, a, it's a real. I, I say money, infidelity, and moving are the three biggest causes of breakups. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> moving brutal. is the absolute worst. You just uh, had to do it not, not uh, too long. I ago. hate it. Oh, I awful. hate it so much. You go awful. professional. You, you hire someone. No, 
No. Oh, come on. You didn't? What are you doing? Well, we we paid, but my wife's my wife's uncle and his guys, they, he he remodeled the house, too. We put in all new floors, got the carpet out. What'd you so throw? him and his crew. What'd huh? you throw? I threw him a buck fifty a piece. Nice. Yeah, that's not bad. How long it take? Right? Not okay. that bad. Uh, they got there at 7 a.m., and we were done at about 2.30. Okay. But okay. We, we moved a lot of small loads Friday night, Saturday yeah. night, Sunday. And then we're, now we'll be unpacking for a couple months. Uh-huh. Duh. It's, I hate <laughs> it's it. I can't stand it. Yeah. You ever ask a girl out at the gym, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Frowned upon? I'm, I'm not. I'm, bad I, move? I well, when, back when you were. Yeah, when did I ever go to the gym? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay. I don't know. All right. Wait, Generally, what? No. Next. <laughs> Next. Your thoughts on it? Um, I think it's kind of creepy. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. Yeah. Whole field as always. Yeah, good. It definitely is. Uh, so <laughs> this is the one-year anniversary of Circa opening. They had a great, uh, they tweeted out a video of everybody uh, in their tuxedos cheering as the Dodgers clinched the World Series last that's year. Right. Oh, that's on, right. On opening night, earlier in the night on opening so, night. So you open up during Man. a pandemic. Difficult. I mean, my goodness. Who would ask for something like that? Who would see that uh, coming, obviously? But what was like... You know, the biggest adjustment over a year, opening the casino and the sports book that has taken off, obviously. This has been open for more than a year, the sports book, obviously. But um, and, and maybe the biggest surprises in year one. Well, the labor thing has been so tough, right? Because it's just, it's hard to get people to work. There's still so much, you know, unemployment and stimulus and all that. So just the turnover. Not only you had to hire 3,000 new employees, you had to do it like four times in the first year because of the turnover. I was a little bit surprised at the success of Stadium Swim. I mean, people really love this place, even when it's 110 degrees in the summer. And it's more of a party vibe than a sports vibe most of the time. Now, NFL Sundays, sport, of course, you got the World Series. You know, Saturdays, it depends on the game. Obviously, it's going to be big sports because Michigan, Michigan State at 9 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. But there's some Saturday. It's just a party. People can, you know, people yeah. can listen to the game in their cabana, too, right? If you're in a cabana or anything. And a lot of times, the people just want to hear the music and watch the sports. They don't necessarily want the volume on NFL being the exception, obviously. Sure. All right. Uh, let me run this by you. It's an idea because we're going to, you know, as Survivor moves along here and you still have like 2,100 people in it, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, I want to ask you about how many you think will actually be there at the end of the year in a minute. But here's my thought on Kansas City and what entries and contestants are going to do with the Chiefs now, right? Because when you look at their overall schedule at this point, it's been pretty difficult. Like, find me the great spot that people like to use KC in Survivor. Maybe against, It might be this week. Maybe against Philadelphia. Yeah. It could be this week, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Uh, but I'm looking here at Circa, again, 1,746 people remaining. That's 81.9% still have the Chiefs. So at this point, with the early season schedule, with their struggles out of the gates, do you think people have maybe pivoted on the Chiefs instead of using them early? And they've said, because there's that bonus at the very end of the year, the last two Super Bowl teams, or the teams from last year, if you use them in Week 18, you get that bonus. You know, so I, now they're going to be like, I want to save the Chiefs till the very end. Yeah, that's, that's possible. I don't think people thought that early on. I would say this, though. My first shock moment of this Survivor season happened last week when 500-plus people took the Cardinals. I said that number would be under 100 because uh-huh. you must save them for Christmas. And as you look at it now, maybe Tennessee is the play on the Thursday before Christmas, hosting the 49ers, right? Okay. Tennessee... But still, don't you need two teams on Thanksgiving and two teams on Christmas? Just to, what if Kyler Murray gets hurt? What if Derrick Henry gets hurt? What if Tannehill? Or you got to really have two going in. But I think the 500 and some people, and most the second most popular choice tells you, people are saying we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And they're trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Not, not, they're uh, not gritting it yet. I wish, Mo- a lot of people. I was shocked that many people yeah. were, were eliminated. 
And then that many went on the Ravens, too. How about what Mitch said, that the guy used all six entries on the Carolina Panthers? This is a week where you could have had zero. Only the two people that don't submit, right? Unless you're doing yes. that double option. It's shocking to me. It's shocking to me that this many people went out. I said there would be. I said the overrunner was less than fifteen and a half eliminated this week. Oh, really? I, yes. Okay. I thought you had something there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was? How about the shock when Mr. Wiggles, who was, it's a million dollars for first place. You're twenty-five and five. He forgets to put his picks in for yeah. circa millions. They were there were more people calling us and emailing Jeff saying, "Is this right? What happened to this guy's pick?" Because. You texted me at 5 o'clock. So yeah. What the hell with Wiggles? Yeah, right. I mean, people are looking at that leaderboard uh-huh. and say, where's his picks? Is there a mistake? Did not all the picks? It can't be. It can't be. He didn't submit. Right. Yeah, he forgot. He forgot. He forgot. Did he, he give a reason? He texted. No, he did, You know, he just forgot. He texted Jeff. He said, you know, I, I, I forgot. Is there any exceptions within the rules or anything? Oh, no, we can't do anything for you. Any details? Is he a local? He is a local. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. I know it's a Hail Mary, See, but what do you expect the these guys thing. to and do? Derek says oh, this. we'll put you in. We'll give you a mulligan. I know. Yeah. What do they expect? 10%. <laughs> Derek says this. Even uh-huh. if you're a local, yeah. get a proxy. proxy. The yeah. proxy's going to text you whatever the time. Yeah. 10, 11, a.m. Hey, yeah. what are your picks? Right? Totally agree. That's going to be the reminder. I know. Yeah. I Is know. that worth it for 300 when you're I playing know. for a million? No. What do well, we got? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're exactly right. Right. Am I looking at this right? Sausage Fest is the 9 and 26. Is that the booby? Couple people are nine and twenty-six. 26. Okay. And the first is twenty-nine and six, right? In the standings. Yeah, yeah Hannibal Barker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went three and two. He's t- he's in first place. Mm-hmm. He only has a one game lead. And then he he's t- he's he's twenty-seven, eight and one, and he's on the, tied for fourth on, on the, the other, other two entry. entries. This is crazy. That's what I say. When does he start moving them around? At what point in the season do you start splitting your picks up a little bit? I get wait, you wait to I know. You right? wait till the last three or four weeks, just well, do what you're doing, try to have Two entries in the top five? I mean, you, I think his strategy right now, it has to remain the same for a little while longer, correct? Because if it continues to be like this, I mean, maybe he can keep the three entries in the top five for you know another three or four weeks. This was one of the worst weeks of NFL football I can remember. Yeah. Six buys, two double-digit spreads, and two touchdown-plus spreads, right? It, it's tough. And that the consensus went four and one. Yeah. You, I thought Russo had a good observation with the late games. What are you doing? NFL. Why are those the late games? A blowout, blowout, big spread, big spread, and there's a bad late yeah. schedule too. I noticed this guy, Morning Woody's, is tied for fourth, twenty-seven and eight. He slipped one in on you. Yeah, I mean, hey, That's Morning Jeff Woody. Benson. Jeff in. Benson is the sole proprietor oh. of deciding what is an acceptable team name. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. And he said, He's, "Okay, good to go." Uh, well, maybe, maybe he missed it. <laughs> <They> got, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I think he got one. The guy got up early and slipped one past Benson. So that, so that how many people do you think in, in Survivor are going to be there at the very end? So there's a wide range of thoughts on this from hundreds to 10 to, huh. I think you just do the math. Now, is it a little harder? Yeah, there's one more week and there's the Christmas, but there's three times as many people. We had 35 last year, right? What's that? 105. That'd huh. be 105. And then I give a little bit of difficulty to the fact that there's the extra game in that, I said 97 and a half is my over. That, that's your new number. 97 and a half people. And what'd you make it before the season oh. started? Before the season started, I said we won't have it. It will end before the year starts. <laughs> but I didn't know we'd have 2,131 people left after uh, seven weeks. You weeks. can't get that there seven and a half point dog uh, to win. Well, they, we had the one week where they were all right. The, the Vikings were with 30 seconds from losing. The Patriots were getting beat by 16 by... Yep. Yeah. He, and they all came back and won. That was the week that was going to be right. It was to be down to 230 people. And now we'll sit with over 1,500 maybe for another five weeks. Like, there, there, something has to happen, though, this year. 
Like we have to get at least That's one major stat, right? upset. No dog of seven and a half or more has won a game this year in the NFL. So the Giants did beat the Saints. That was higher than that during the week, but it closed Saints minus seven. Okay. So seven and yeah. a half or higher has not happened yet. Yeah. So well, you'll get you'll get one. I don't know how many you'll get though. Uh, There'll yeah. be an upset like Jets over Rams, but that's maybe yeah. there's a quarterback who goes out early. But this is but, Taylor coming back at some point for the Texans. I know it's ridiculous. How about if you're the Lions? Uh, I mean, you played that game like it was your Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, you yep. did everything, yeah. every trick, it all worked, and you lost. Yep. <laughs> I think if they lose at home this week to the Eagles, it's Katie by the door. They're they're not going to win a game. It's 10-1. Yeah. to 1. I think you're right. Yeah, I probably better, you're better off with the roll. This is it, I think. But. Their updated regular yeah. season win total is 2.5. Oh, I'd go under. Oh, it's, so would I. But I'd wait for this week because they have a shot to beat this. Yeah, they this. can. They can. How did this game close a pick, the Eagles and the Raiders? I have no uh-huh. idea. That's one of the more shocking three-point line moves on the day of a game I've ever seen. Just because huh. so many people in town? No. But where was this money coming in? Wallard wasn't going to play? Didn't. I mean, weird. Oh. What had they seen out of Philadelphia that made them th- outside of sure. Week One that made them think they were any good? Sure. Uh, how about the people saving the Bears for Thanksgiving against the Lions? Probably can't do that anymore. What a performance! I get. I should be on no hyperbole for saying the Bears had a chance to win. Texas A&M was the third best team in the country. Oh, by the way, I want to congratulate Kenny White. That Clemson offense exploded. <laughs> what are they now? The eighth best team. <laughs> a lot of talent. A lot of injuries. Yeah, they're coming around. I know. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thursdays with the Maestro Mike Palm in studio, VP of Circa Las Vegas, the Golden Gate and D uh, downtown here. Also the host of uh, Odds On Weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, right here on VSIN. Five biggest gaffes from the previous week in no hyperbole coming up next. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSEN, the sports betting network. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, daily personalized promotions, same game parlays you can boost for even bigger payouts. How about a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security? PointsBet is offering no juice spreads in NFL games through the month of October. Well, what does that mean? How about even odds? Plus $1 on all games. You can bet $100 to win $100. Stop burning money with other books. Sign up with PointsBet today. Download the app now and sign up with the code VSIN2K to get your first bet risk-free up to $2,000. Terms and conditions do apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem. The number is 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, here we go. Every Thursday at this time, the five biggest gaffes from the previous week, according to the maestro in no hyperbole. Take it away. The year 1981 gave us that classic movie starring Dudley Moore, Sir John Gilgood, Jill Eikenberry, and Liza Minnelli. Christopher Cross won the Oscar for Best Original Score to a Motion Picture. Number five, when you get caught between the moon and simple mathematics. Yes, the film was Arthur, and we're talking about Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Smith. With 12 minutes mm. and 51 seconds to go in the fourth quarter, and leading 20-14, to 14, Corderell Patterson has a three-yard touchdown run to put the Falcons up 26-14. 26-14. Mm-hmm. Touchdowns and extra points are worth seven. <laughs> what, what does Arthur Smith do? He sends that young Hoku out there to kick the extra point to go up 27-14. to 14. I texted a friend at this time, if they lose 28-27, Arthur Smith should be fired on this spot. How do you not go up two scores there? Well, of I, course, of course, Tua has a couple short touchdown passes. And the Falcons actually fall behind 28-27, but Koo hits the game-winning field goal as time expires. I just don't get it. 
I, what, I, what's the argument there to kick yep. the extra point? I was screaming at the television. This didn't get enough attention. That's why you come to no hyperbole. I laid two and two and a half. I yep. go, what is this bozo What's doing? It? This is third grade math, this guy. <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Terrible. You, you know how bad the early slate was. I had the yeah. volume on the Falcons and, and Dolphins because <laughs> that was the that only was competitive it? game. That, that was the only, yeah. only game that had uh-huh. a decision. Okay, yeah. number four, putting the U back in unfathomable. Did you happen okay. to catch? <laughs> did you happen to catch the end the end of the first half of the Miami game with NC State? Well, maybe I'm a little sore because I had under 29 and a half oh. end game for the first half. Miami, with about a minute to go, has third and two from their own 30. They get stuck. So they punt the ball back to NC State. Miami's winning 14 to 10. NC State gets the ball on their own 27 with 30 seconds left and one timeout. No problem against Manny Diaz. First play beat over the top for 50 yards. Down to the 46 yards. Now they're at the Miami 27. They're sprinting down the field. There's 20 seconds. The clock stops. They're sprinting down the field to spike the ball. Wait a minute. Timeout. Timeout. I said, boy, they should have spiked the ball. Oh, no. Manny Diaz called timeout. Manny Diaz called timeout so that they didn't have to spike the ball to set his defense, I guess, who had just come on the field after a punt to blitz seven guys and, th- and not get there. NC State throws an easy touchdown pass, 70 yards, 73 yards in 15 seconds, and I blow the end. How do you do that? Wow. They went off the field to Joe Robbie to halftime to chorus a booze from all the Miami fans. They came back and won the game in the end 31-30. But to me, that's unfathomable. You give up a touchdown in that spot. Number three, 1978 was the year. Neil Diamond and Barbara Streisand, the great duet. Number three, you don't bring me flowers. (laughs) Football (laughs) is a violent game. It's about toughness and physicality. Coaches are inspirational leaders of men. They have to get men to run through a wall for them. We've heard great speeches from football coaches. Let's go back to when Jimmy Johnson was at the U. We're going to play like a pack of wild dogs. How about in the Catholic versus Convicts game, after they had the skirmish on the field before the game and they went back in the locker room, the Notre Dame locker room is going nuts. They're throwing helmets. Blue Holtz comes in. He says, gentlemen, you have an afternoon to play the game, a lifetime to remember the game. But do one thing. Leave Jimmy Johnson's butt for me. And I'm cleaning it up here for the young kids there, right? How, how inspirational is that? We even have P.J. Fleck, the boat rower. Row the boat, row the boat, row the boat. And now we have Nick Sirianni. I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right? And that it's, and it's coming through the ground, and the roots are growing out, and the roots, and the roots are continuing to grow out. And everybody wants to see results. Shoot, we, nobody wants to see results more than us, right? We want to see results too. But it's really important that that the, the foundation is being built and that the, the roots are growing out. And the only way the roots grow out every single day and they grow stronger and they grow they grow better is if that we all put our we all water, we all fertilize, we all do our part. Each each individual, each individual coach, each individual player, each everybody in, in the building, that we do our part to water to make sure that when it does pop out, it, it, it really it really pops out uh, pops out and it grows. Flowers? I thought this was the parable of the seeds. Some seeds fall on rocky ground. Listen, the last time flowers correlated to success for an NFL player was when Merlin Olsen was a pitchman for FTD. Get out of here with this Sirianni. All right, number two. Try Adagio. Adagio? How about this game Friday night in Logan, Utah? I feel so bad for Colorado State. They're down nine with four minutes. They did everything right to come back and win that. They drive down the field, they get a touchdown. They finally force a punt. They get the ball back. 
They're on the 39-yard line, third and 10 with, 10 with 20 seconds to go. No timeouts. They hit a 15-yard pass play for first down. The clock stops with 10 seconds left. The offense goes up to spike the ball. We got a picture of it, the, the confusion on the field. Here comes the kicking. They're running on. They're running off. Eventually, they get this. If you go back and watch, it's a false start. They're not even set, right? They're not. They're, oh, the line point. didn't even get set. If you go back and watch the play, they missed a false start. They don't block on the right side of the line. The kick is rushed. The timing's off. He misses the kick. David Dazio asked afterwards on Monday, what the heck happened in that game? When you go into a mayday field goal, which you have to have ready in that situation, if you don't get the first down, you've got a mayday field goal in. That's a quickened tempo, which is what we work on all the time. That's a quickened tempo, okay? So we were in, we ended up in Mayday. Uh, didn't need to be, but we did. We ended up there. And so that's a quickened tempo. And you can see on the film that Caden uh, didn't have the same setup time that he would normally have. So, of course, I'm going to tell you that if we had the normal setup time, we wouldn't have had the rush steps. Now, you have to have that if you're in Mayday. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody stopped the kicking team from rushing onto the field. Maybe nobody told him, hey, if we get a first down, just stay there. We're going to spike the ball. Yeah, I What's can't believe it. Remember when he was at, I think it was 2015 or 16. He had like goal to goal with 30 seconds left. That the went touchdown to win the game. He ran it twice and the clock ran out. I mean, this is this was a huge game in the Mountain West in determining the championship, too. They would have been in the driver's seat, Colorado yeah. State. Now they're in big trouble here. Let's stay in the Mountain West for number one. 1969, Louis Armstrong <laughs> on Her Majesty's Secret Service. We have all the time in the world. Uh. Marcus Arroyo. He makes, the, he makes the list again. Mitch, I don't want to rub salt in the wounds because you had UNLV in this game. I don't think they're ever going to win a game under this guy. They're up 17-3 to on this team, San Jose State. San Jose State finally ekes out a field goal with a minute to go in the half. It's 17-6. They're in great shape. They get the ball in their own 25. They don't even really have to run a play. They only have one timeout left. They run the ball. Chuck Williams, the chuck wagon, he gets eight yards. <laughs> they don't rush to the line. They come up. They snap the ball again. They run the ball. Gets another. Now he's got a first down at the 37. There's 16 seconds left. Take a knee if you're not going for it. They weren't going for it. They're standing the ball off. Hands the ball off. The chuck wagon fumbles. San Jose State gets the ball with 13 seconds left. Oh, of course, 40-yard pass on first down to get first and goal. And then they run it in virtually on the last play of the half for 17 to 13. They asked Arroyo, what were you doing there? Why didn't you take a knee? He said, well, we thought maybe we could break a big run. We, th we thought we could break a big All right, now let's go to the second half. San Jose State comes back, and they tie the game. UNLV is driving. They get stopped. It's about fourth and one and a half from the 22 with nine minutes to go. I thought they should have went for it. I mean, they run the ball with Williams all night. No, he decides to kick a field goal. It gets blocked. San Jose State goes right down the field, scores a touchdown. 27-20 San Jose State. UNLV gets the ball back with 7-14 and three timeouts, and the game ended as they ran out of time in the red zone on a sack and had no timeouts up. They had 19 plays on this drive. 11 of them, they snapped the ball with less than 15 seconds left on a running clock. They ran the game out of this. If you had an NFL team or a college team that you were winning and covering and you needed them to run seven and a half minutes and off the clock, there'd be like 1% chance they could do it, and yep. they're trying to do it. Mm -hmm. This guy ran the clock out on himself. He said, well, we're all disappointed. Our players are disappointed they didn't make the plays. Players are disappointed they didn't make the plays. Uh, they're never going to win. 
He is totally lost. Incredible. Great run, as always. Yep. My God. Awesome job. Mm-mm, not good. Not good. Oh, I mean, b- both of those mishaps from Mountain West teams were as bad as it gets. There's an argument which was worse. Uh, for sure. I think it's UNLV because it was a whole long orchestrated thing. I mean, Adazio, it's one that both of them cost their teams the game. For sure. But uh, Adazio was a one play. He's 19 plays of incompetence at the end of the game. Yeah. Plus right. the run at the end of the half. There's no way San Jose should have won that game. Uh, and at all, at all. Ever. Or covered. No. And they did both. All right, let's follow the money here on Visa. An excellent job, as always, to the maestro. Up next, in-pocket plays. Uh, recap what we had last night. If we're on anything uh, tonight and moving forward. And Halloween is a very busy weekend here in Las Vegas. I want Mike to give the audience perspective of uh, what does it get like downtown Las Vegas every time Halloween is on the calendar. That's coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right. In pocket plays. Okay, so in this segment yesterday, uh, Heat plus 4.5. So that was a winner. Uh, I also made more bets during the day including the Golden Knights. I had them actually on the overnight at minus 115. By the time we were on the air yesterday, it moved so much. You give up a goal, with, a cheap goal, by the way, I thought, like <laughs> a minute to go, and you yeah. lose in overtime. Just a crusher last night. Uh, and I did play the Seahawks minus 3.5 this week against the Jags. All I have as of right now, I want to get involved in this uh, game tonight, but I don't have access to a lot of props as of right now, so that'll be a little bit later on in the day. Yes, yeah, likewise, too. Uh, we're, we're late to the dance out here with the props, uh, but the stuff up at Bet Rivers is gold. I mean, I think yep. Green Bay's going to hang in this, and you can bet first to 15, first to 20. I think Ertz goes over. I know you're, you, you like the Jones props, even though they moved. I don't see how they're going to hold Rodgers in check. Okay, they're, they're 6-0 and without Adams. And look at his numbers last year. Up and down the field against the Saints and torched the Falcons. Four touchdowns, 27-33. to 7-0 touchdown INT ratio last year without Adams in the two games. And 4-0 the year prior. So, and Lazard was out in one of them as well. Well, look at all these numbers overall. 67 points last year. 610 yards. Those seven touchdowns you talked about. And by the way, Rodgers with Green Bay on Thursday night. 10-4-1 ATS. 2-1 straight up uh, and ATS sure. the dog. Sure. It's also unknown with all these guys that are banged up. I mean, Hopkins, will, it seems like he's always uh, questionable. Yeah. Uh, he's like Julio, but I, th- I think Hopkins will play. Uh, watch out, and then you, you don't have your center, too, with Arizona as well. And I, I'm going with Art Smith, two and a half. It's up to three now. Carolina's a mess. Something must have happened, too, because all that, that, went, that went from we want Watson, we're in, and all of a sudden, whoop, we're out. <laughs> Oh, something must have happened there, too, with Miami. And then, how about this? Did you send this to me? Who said the Matt Rule? Oh, it was, it was Joel Klatt. He's been told Matt Rule may be not in love with the NFL. Come on, USC. There you go. Reese Davis was on this network a while back. Make Rule say no. That'd be great. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. B-plus grade. Oh, you're not going to be here next week? No, I'm going so... After my show with Amal, odds on on Wednesday, I'm flying to Washington, D.C. because I'm a director on the American Gaming Association board now. So we have our board meeting in D.C. And then Thursday night, I'm flying into Iowa, and I'll be in Iowa till Sunday afternoon promoting circus sports there. We have parties around the state. Derek's going to fly in on Friday oh, yeah, great. for about eight hours. Wow, the thing I'll is- drive him around Iowa. He's never seen anything like 
He'll wonder if it's heaven. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he will. Right. He'll love being there for sure. I also was thinking, D.C., maybe you're getting ready for 2024. Well, that's... Palm that's, Stevens ticket. It's Correct. Those that's T-shirts you, had the wrong guy on God, top. Yeah, right, right. He'll carry the water. <laughs> that's kind of a big deal to go to D.C. For, for that. It is. It's, it is. Oh. A lot of very uh, important people sit on that board, and it's an important lobbying board for the gaming industry. I want to ask you this. Okay, so this show was on the home of the Lakers in Los Angeles. Can mm. you give uh, the L.A. crowd an idea of... What's handle like for Lakers games here? Because they're so popular in Las Vegas. It's going to be a very rare day where the Lakers game is not the most heavily bet game on an NBA slate. A very rare day. Very rare. Um, so far, it hasn't happened yet this year, right? And uh, it, when you compare it, it, you know, Lakers and Dodgers are really the two home teams here other than the real home team, the Knights. Now the Raiders, it may take a little while to get here. We're starting to get see some some fan interest in it, but from a betting perspective, not to that level yet. Still, Lakers-Dodgers are really the home teams for Las Vegas. Okay, and then what about in this mini slump that VGK yeah. had before the last two nights where they won both games? Did you, because they were so popular at the betting windows here across the city, were they actually kind of going down? Yeah, going down, not not as great a spike as over other NHL games. You know, the difference in the handle, 5 6% up where in previous years it had been 25 now, there's a lot more props, too. you got to keep that. I mean, we, most books put more props on the VGK games for the local people to bet here. Sunday night, maybe a little average because it was a standalone game with the Islanders, right? It was the, the, the late game there. But we'll see. they got six important points on the road back-to-back. I was with you. I was fading them last night, and uh, heartbreak there with a minute to go. That was a killer. Going the first 10 has been beautiful. I mean, what is it, 6-0? 7. 7-0? 7, seven, seven, and seven oh? Oh, every Holy single cow. game. <laughs> you, are a, you, are, you have a son. What it's Halloween on a Sunday? How do you navigate this now with the trick or treating in the NFL? And we have a big contest here, the Vegas Vicky Lookalike contest. We're giving away ten thousand dollars. Oh, Derek wants me to MC it. I mean, that's nice. <laughs> I, 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 let's make it at eleven p.m. Let me take Matthew trick or treating for oh. <laughs> right. It's, it'll be a lot of fun. We have like seven media members that are the judges and these. The ladies will all dress up as, as Vegas Vicky. That's fine. I just hope it's not at 6 o'clock in, in the middle of the, sure. the trick-or-treating. Although I think he wants to go to his auntie's house uh, up north there because they, they really do it in that neighborhood, really do it up up very well. But, what, do you, what do you give out? I, I, you know what I do? I just I, Cash. I, give out cash? $2 bills. No. Let them buy the candy. Uh, no. What's, what's appropriate? I, well, how much I, you, I just throw them everything. What do you do? Well, hold on a second here. But that was when I was with the X. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't answer the door. Lights are off and that's it. Plus, the dog goes crazy if they... I have to take the the doorbell? I have to take the... It's like like fireworks. Yes. (laughs) He's okay with the fireworks. Most dogs are not. I know. Mm -hmm. I have to take him to doggy daycare because he goes bananas when the doorbell... For Halloween. My father had very strong opinions on Halloween. Oh, I'm surprised. He said Halloween is a holiday for people that are 4 to 12 years old and 25 to 40. He hated uh, young, older uh, kids coming in costume. He wouldn't yeah. give them any candy. Leave okay. it for the, Go get a job, he'd tell them. Get a job <laughs> if you want candy. Let it for the kids. What are these teenagers? He says, so then you're a teenager. It's done. Now you get into an office environment in your late 20s. You can start yeah. dressing up. After 40, no, you're embarrassing yourself. I, uh-huh. You know but, what? Uh, I, I swear uh, that I've had 14-year-olds pull up to the door. 16-year-old. 16? Oh, they're, they're too tall. Can't, you can't. No. They can't be. There's no, My father would never give them candy. Well, first of all. Not I, for you. I mean, thinking back to what I was like as a, you know, a young kid, yeah. at some point it's like, I'm not trick-or-treating. Yeah. How old are we? Yeah. Come on. No, no more. Yeah. This is silly. I hate candy corn. Oh, is it god awful? Did you see Mike, Mike Leach? Leach. Oh, Mike Leach I, I saw hates this. it. Did you see? It I goes off on it. I've always been a, a Reese's 
Snickers type Twix type guy. Oh, yeah. I love Twix. Yeah, yeah very, very good. good. Twi- watch him, I'll call it. Oh, watch him. That's sneaky under the radar yeah. dynamite. 100 grand. 100 grand. Give him that. Yes. Come on. Up top. Let's go. I still say that a frozen oh. Kit Kat right out of the freezer. Yeah. Not I, I don't eat them my anymore. Wife, but I keeps the Kit Kats in the freezer. <laughs> that, that's yeah. She does. There's, she does. They used, they used, that used to be my go-to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where the kid didn't dress up and Larry's like, come on, what, what is Yes, he called effort. him out on it. Yeah, he didn't even dress <laughs> up. For, what are you doing? You got about candy? No, nah, he didn't dress up. Nothing. Yeah. You got to be careful. They might egg your house. Yep. They're tough. Yeah, your dad was a good man. Do you like Iowa this week against Wisconsin? I really do because mm-hmm. of two factors. One, they get to buy, okay, uh, to prepare for Wisconsin, where Wisconsin had to go into Purdue and play in that game. And then two... People don't understand. You've been there. I've been to Camp Randall. These 11 a.m. local kicks, the students aren't even there. Mm-hmm. It's so much different. The night game's unbelievable. I can't bet against Wisconsin night because everybody's all drunk up by the time the game gets going. But even if it was at 2.30, I'd pass on this game. But with that, but the 9 o'clock Pacific time start, I think the adjustment was too big. The look ahead was Iowa 2.5 before they lost to Purdue. Now it's Wisconsin 3.5, six-point adjustment. I mean, are the Hawkeyes that much better or worse? Petrus is what Petrus is. Iowa has a, sl- uh, a slim margin when they play, right? I mean, they play defense, mm-hmm. they play special teams, they don't have a great quarterback. Usually they're able, they don't beat themselves, right? But they, they, they have to make a few plays. I think they're a better team than Wisconsin. Yep, I'm with you. I mean, it's a toss-up at quarterback. They're both bad. He completed five passes yeah, last week. It was five of eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Stanford Steve's on tomorrow. Ooh. And he is a li- he's fired up. He was here, he's a- here last week and I didn't two weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't get the call. I uh. sent you a text. Oh, yeah. I told you what Cabana he was. Oh, in. oh I'm you're not going to invite myself. I'm not going to invite myself. I can't do that. You think he would be? He would be up. upset if I said Paulie and I are coming out. You never oh, respond. Go ahead. He's going to be on tomorrow. Boy, people fired up today. Huh? I'm just trying <laughs> to do my job here. Well, you, you better go home and uh, lock the doors today already <laughs> for the entire weekend. Don't even think about leaving. Okay. So, so he he's talking to Van Pelt, and Van Pelt's concerned about Cincinnati because he's Oklahoma. They're going to jump him. Whatever. It, Stanford Steve is saying it's going to be outrageous, but it will happen. Ohio State will win out. And I understand it's a Pac-12 and they would screw up a cup of coffee. But for argument's sake, he is saying even though Oregon has the best win and went to Ohio State without their best player and won, they will still put Ohio State in the playoff over Oregon. 100%. Yeah. I'm all yeah, and I got into is, an argument. That, that, he that goes, would, Oregon is in. I said, they're not in. Yeah. They're not even in the conversation. Because it it, remember Penn State, Ohio uh, State. You're going to make me we throw are, up. We are throwing out head-to-head, which are, uh, Van Pelt was right. Now ah, we're better now. Wait a second. When I played you, I beat you on the road <laughs> in your building. That's a Maul's argument. There's no better win in the college football this season. They're not getting in. Oregon is not getting in. They're not. I'll tell you that. I'll bet on Here's the thing that I hate. They're moving Ohio State ahead of Oklahoma or uh, Alabama ahead of Oklahoma. You know why? Okay. They're setting this up for Alabama to lose the national champion, uh, the SEC championship game, and still get in the playoff if it's a one-loss Big Ten or Big Twelve school, because they're already ahead of the undefeated schools. They are. They are. Mm. Yeah. I think Ohio State's in because they have. They still have to beat Michigan, Michigan, Penn State, right? right? They, right. Their whole season's reason. in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think they're in, but I think if Oklahoma slips up, they're out. They'll put Alabama in before them. Now, if Alabama beats Georgia, is Georgia the odd? Of all things, Georgia could be the odd man out if they lose the SEC championship oh, game. Oh, no way. Yeah, he's going on about they didn't beat no, anybody. Oh, no, come on. If that come happens on. to Oregon, <laughs> if that scenario happens and Oregon is left out and they take Ohio State, people should, like, protest across the entire country. And, and worse than that, I mean, it should be, like, the end of the sport. What they are we just, doing? They just got go to go to, to eight teams.
It's really simple. Bingo. Great to see you again. Thank you. Awesome spot. Paul Charchi in fantasy football next year. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on 
on VSEN, the sports betting network. Yeah, baby. Top horse racing plays from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plunk, both from Keeneland. Oh, boy. Race four. He likes the five. Mitres Porcinto? I think you're onto something there. Yeah, close. Three you, to one. Can you roll the R? Mitres Porcinto. Yeah? Nice. Race five, Keeneland. He likes the six. Flower Garden. That's Sirianni's horse. On top at five to one. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of Beeson. First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign up and earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Bonus code VEGAS1000. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Go get them, Jeremy. Here we go. Time now for Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian on the program. GuillotineLeagues.com is the website. Charge, good morning. How are you, pal? Good morning. I'm doing great. Nice to talk to you guys. Same here. Dare I even begin this segment and ask you this question about Aaron Rodgers? All things considered, the injuries, the receivers that are down, is he benchable tonight? Maybe yes. Mm. You know, we, what we feel pretty confident is that, well, we know Alan Lazard's not playing. Devontae Adams, it looks like it'll take a miracle to get him to play. He did not travel with the team. And so MVS maybe is a play. And then we're looking at Randall Cobb, Equinemius, St. Brown, and Amari Rogers as your as your starting wideouts. And Arizona's a vastly improved secondary. They're fifth in passing yards allowed. You might think to yourself, well, they'll activate Robert Tunyon, a qualified tight end, but the Cardinals have been masterful against tight ends, allowing an average of three catches, 22 yards, and zero scores. So really, where does that leave Rodgers to pass? I mean, he'll throw to Aaron Jones a lot, I think, in this game, but still, Aaron Jones can't, you know, can't be the, the singular focal point, and they'll run a ton because Arizona's a terrible run defense. So there'll be a lot of Aaron Jones running, and I just don't know that that makes Aaron Rodgers that that safe of a fantasy start i just feel like this offense is largely just going to go through the running backs and i don't know how much aaron Rodgers can get out of that so i've got him down at quarterback 15 mm. which means there are some players ahead of aaron Rodgers that you would never normally start like teddy bridgewater in an extremely plus matchup with washington as a safer maybe better maybe even higher upside play than aaron Rodgers tonight i love you i respect you you're a hall of famer <laughs> You're also from Minnesota. I mean, they're 6-0 and without Adams. You know that you can't be shocked if this guy throws for 300 yards and three scores and they win the game tonight. No, I'm, well, it's because it's Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with a one-touchdown, 175-yard game and that they, they ran Aaron Jones into the ground in this game. Wouldn't surprise me okay. a bit. Okay. All right. How about the flip side? The, upside, the upside's uh, always there, though, of course. Yeah, He's, for sure. You know, uh, Murray gets a lot of the attention in Arizona, obviously. He is like the MVP favorite at yeah. some books out here and beyond. Uh, overall, though, like tonight, I mean, and also James Conner scoring touchdowns, but he has a lot of weapons. What do you make of the Cardinals, like skilled players here? So let's talk about Murray for just a second. I think the most fascinating development with Murray this year is this. It, not just from a fantasy standpoint, but overall. The last two years, he was blending in a lot of running with his passing and the running was un unlocking first downs, rushing touchdowns, a lot of other stuff. He's not running anymore. They've taken the wheels off Kyler Murray and everything you're seeing right now, it's all through his arms and he is throwing on the run, you know, but he's not, it's not the designed runs up field anymore. And that's a big change. The last three weeks he's run for one yard, 
six yards, and 10 yards. But he's still been awesome because the completion percentage, so he's throwing 74% completion rate, Kyler Murray. And he's just done such a fantastic job that way. So then they go to James Conner when they're near the stripe. And Conner has quietly been a fantastic fantasy producer. Six rushing touchdowns in the last five games. And Kyler Murray does not steal these rushing touchdowns up near the stripe. From inside the five-yard line, Connor's got seven carries, and he's turned them into five touchdowns. And your starting running back, Chase Edmonds, has two carries from inside the five, and he converted neither of them to touchdowns. And I think he could easily end up scoring here as well. Green Bay's allowed rushing touchdowns for the past five games. A James Conner touchdown prop makes sense to me. All right, very good. That is uh, to score anytime. He's plus 132, and I'm looking right now at the Kyler Murray rushing yards. It's 26 and a half. Yeah. But so what do you He hasn't topped that number. He's only topped that number two times all year. Okay. And none in the last three weeks. All right. Excellent. Yeah. So let's stick in your hometown then. One more here on, on Minnesota and the Vikings. This is a really big game on Sunday night uh, mm-hmm. with the Cowboys coming to town. And we're seeing. A guy that I think would actually win the Defensive Player of the Year award as of right now, it's Trayvon Diggs, because you know the, the pick six is coming at some point, the way it seems, and then he's going to be up against uh, Thielen and Jefferson. What do you make of the matchups here? I'm here to be the wet blanket on Trayvon Diggs. And the picks are awesome, right? You know, the, it, it, Getting six consecutive games of the pick is astounding. Yeah. But what nobody's talking about, Trayvon Diggs has allowed the most yardage in his coverage of any player in the NFL. Nobody's talking about that. He is the ultimate gambler, and Kirk Cousins just doesn't throw interceptions. This is a bad matchup for Trayvon Diggs. And the guy who's giving up the second most yardage in his in, in his coverage is the other cornerback, Anthony Brown. Here comes Thielen and Jefferson in this game. They will attack those two, and that's going to be a plus matchup for Kirk Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. I love that side of the ball. And crusty Mike Zimmer is allowing <laughs> Kirk to throw the ball. He's Kirk's up to 40 passes a game on average. Last year, he was 29. It's a, it is a total reversal right now. Zimmer trusts Kirk Cousins to get the ball out of his hands and, and make good decisions with it. And we're going to see a lot of passing in this game. And don't be fooled thinking Trayvon Diggs is a shutdown corner. He's not. He's a gambling corner. And the gambles are paying off, at least sometimes. But that doesn't mean that he's going to be stopping Thielen and Jefferson in this game. How yeah. much talk is there about primetime uh, Kirk? Yeah, that's, that's settled down a lot because he's, he's right. won several primetime games, including beating this same Dallas team on Sunday night football two years ago in Dallas. So there, the, a lot of the primetime and Monday night talk is, has really evaporated with Kirk because he's been successful. Yeah, we don't talk about the negative with uh, Trayvon Diggs because some of us have him on tickets to win the Defensive Player of the Year charge. Yeah, so well, I think you'll understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we like to I, I get that. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? The splash plays matter way more. It's a little bit like if you are a great defensive end and you get the you know you tally 15, 18 sacks. Anybody cares about those sacks? They don't care about oh the hundreds of other plays that weren't sacks. Right. That's, right. That's a lot of what Trayvon Diggs is getting. Okay, a couple things on a guy who I loved before the draft in April, Kyle Pitts. We're finally starting to yeah. see Atlanta utilize him in the right way and getting way ahead of ourselves. I know that you were telling everybody that you know Travis Kelsey could be the number one pick this year in drafts, and you were actually doing that because I'm in leagues with you. Yeah. Do you think Pitts is emerging as like the number one tight end next year already, or is that too much? 
We're close. We're close, especially with Darren Waller producing mostly math stats. I mean, it, it could be that Kyle Pitts, if Matt Ryan continues to play well, looks good going into next year. He could be the top-rated fantasy tight end next year. Over the last three weeks, Kyle Pitts leads all tight ends in receiving yards. And he had a bye in those three Whoa. months. And he's still leading all tight ends in receiving yards. But this matchup this week, fascinating. So Pitts almost always is a stand-up wide receiver in the slot. And in the slot, Carolina covers with utility safety Jeremy Chin, who's awesome. Get this, against tight ends, Chin is giving up, on average, one catch for seven yards, no touchdowns per game. So we've got the hottest tight end in football against a safety who obliterates tight ends. It'll be a fascinating matchup, and we'll learn a lot about Kyle Pitts in this game. Those are unbelievable numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, We have like 90 seconds here. Panic time at all with anybody in Kansas City from a fantasy standpoint? Well, I mean, everybody's looking at Mahomes, of course. Um, You know, there's six straight games with a pick. He had six picks all last year in the regular season. He's got six straight. You know, the, the tackle play has been terrible. The defense putting him in big holes. He's trying to do too much, obviously. Um, it's gotten to the point, I still have Mahomes as my fifth-ranked quarterback this week, but it's gotten to the point where you just can't just automatically plug him into your lineup. And he was the most obvious every week starter for three years. Now, you just have to give. You have to think twice on Mahomes. and be, You'll probably start him, but there's a chance you have somebody else on your roster, your, your backup quarterback, that in some weeks might be a better play. All right, pal. Love talking to you every week. Great per, uh, perspective and numbers. Tell everybody about the website, which is guillotineleagues.com. Uh, we're still forming new guillotine leagues uh, for a couple more weeks. If you want to get into the freshest new way to play guillotine leagues, instead of head-to-head matchups, the low-scoring team gets cut each week. All their players go to the waiver wire, where the rest of us feast on those players. All you have to do is not be last in any given week. The last team standing wins the whole thing. It's guillotineleagues.com. I love it. And get all your uh, player rankings up there for free as well. Thanks, buddy. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you in a week. Bye-bye. Yep. Thank you. All right. Big game tonight. Awesome. Awesome. It really is. Can't wait. Yeah, you better go home. I yelled at you for the first time, I think, in the history of the show. <laughs> Earlier. <laughs> Palms go Paul, let yeah, loose. Jesus, Paul. Yeah, right? I can't, no, that, Fired I, up today. People have my back on that. You can't. I can't invite myself to somebody's cabana. There's no come, chance. It's got to come from Steve. Of course. You can't just show up. Hey, all right. Jack and Coke and chicken fingers. In fact, you. don't. do you not lose respect for people yeah. who invite themselves places? I can't do it. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks. Find expert picks for every sport, every day. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays. Held by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics. You can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Sign up through our sportsbook promotions, compare the odds, and place your bets with all the biggest sports books. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. 
Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. This is vcin. 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 The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.